Why do you think that uh, Truman has never come close to discovering the true nature of his world until now? We accept the reality of the world with which we're presented. It's as simple as that. Boom. Wow. Okay. You heard it here second. We accept the reality of the world with which we're presented. It's as simple as that. Okay. Uh, and that opening clip was from, of course, the film The Truman Show. Y'all know that. Jim Carrey and all them. Uh, have you ever questioned this reality? Or did you just slip into this world, never asked questions, and accepted the reality that has been presented to you? Probably, like we all did, right? Okay. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is our first show of the year, 2021. Mm, okay, we called 2020 the year of seeing clearly, which I do believe that that happened. I do. Uh, we'll get into that. The Matrix is dissolving. Together, we have looked beyond the matrix of our existence. So let's move into 2021 and try to figure out together, let's put our heads together and try to figure out what the hell is going on. What the hell is going on? Okay, this episode, I wanted to start by quickly talking about the monoliths that were found at the end of last year and, uh, you know, see if that sparks anything for us. Uh, just one last thing. Reminder that these are now video episodes. Go to monoono.com, M-O-N-O-O-N-N-O.com, now to watch and experience all of our content. Okay, great. Let's jump in. Okay, the monolith episode. It's short, it's quick, it's good. Boom, boom, boom. It's 10.30 a.m. and I'm having a beer. And it's Thursday. Okay. Great. I hope you are too. Okay, let's jump in. First, what is a monolith? Okay. Uh, lucky you, I have a clip. This clip is from the movie 2001 A Space Odyssey. My favorite film in the whole world. Uh, if you haven't seen it, you should watch it after the show. I've cut the scene to complete hell, but after you see the clip, you'll know what a monolith is. So it's not, we're not watching the clip for its artistic beauty. We're just like getting information. Okay. Lastly, before we jump in, how many monoliths were found last year? Three, five. I remember like, I don't know, maybe four or something. Um, 154 monoliths were found at the end of 2020. But what does it mean? I don't know. Okay, let's jump in. Okay, here we go. It's clip time. You guys better like these clips because I pay $20 a month for this thing. Okay. Okay, so this clip that we're about to watch is one of the first scenes of the film 2001 A Space Odyssey by my boo, Stanley Kubrick, whom I love. Um, this scene is called The Dawn of Man. What does that mean? Dawn means the beginning of a phenomenon or period in time. Man is us, human. Uh, so the scene means the beginning of humans, right? How humans began. Whatever. Okay, so let's take a look at the scene and see how connected elite with elite friends, enlightened friends, 
Secret Society 200 Point IQ Stanley Kubrick wants to tell us how human beings started. Great, fun, let's go. Here we go. The Dawn of Man. Okay, we're just going to do a quick little, I'll explain stuff. If you're into film, I'm sure you know what's up. But let's just, uh... okay, here we go. <clears throat> okay, so what we're seeing right now are apes, okay? They're like surrounded by these living animals that are potentially food, right? They're dumb. They're, they don't know that that's food. They don't know uh, how to use their environment. Or whatever. Okay, so here comes a cheetah or some shit. They're not dominating. This is what the scene's telling us, is that I believe, is that, okay, they're not, like, doing well. Okay, they're not winning. Okay, so this, again, this is all cut to hell. So this ape, like, wakes up with the other apes because they're sleeping in a cave. They don't have duvets because they're not enlightened, right? So he's like, okay, wake up, y'all. There's something going on. We're, we're not winning at life. But look. There's this thing out there. Okay, there's monolith. Let's just get a good look at that. Okay, there's the monolith in 2001 A Space Odyssey by Stanley Kubrick. Was he killed? Or did he just die? I don't know. Okay. So, they the, the monkey woke up and was like, yo, you guys check it out. There's something weird out there. Let's go investigate it. It is definitely a foreign object, right? And it's implied that it's from outer space throughout the movie. Um, so let's see. So they're going out to investigate it. Okay, this the brave one, right? Is like, I'm going to touch it. The other ones are like, oh my God, don't touch it. And he's like, oh my God, I'm going to touch it. Oh my God, don't touch it. Oh my God, I'm going to touch it. Okay, you get the gist. They're touching the monolith. Look, they're collectively, this family or this group, this posse of apes, they're the ones touching the monolith. Are they, is it, you know, changing their DNA structure? Is it giving them something? What is it doing? Okay. So, the group of apes touch the monolith. What did it do? We don't know. Okay, so here we go. This is an ape who, I, I guess, touched the monolith, right? He, he's sitting there, he's thinking, right? He kind of looks like he's thinking. Here comes the, the 2001 theme. This is just one of the best moments in cinema. I mean, of life, <laughs> really. So he's thinking, all right? Like, oh, he's playing with a bone. And he starts hitting it on things like, oh, damn. Like, look, I can hit stuff. Like he's using a tool, right? He's figuring out, okay. He's thinking, he's evolving, he's enlightened, right? From what? DNA structural change from above? I don't know. Boom. He's like gonna dominate, right? He's getting smart. He's thinking. Mmm. So gorgeous. Oh, God, don't cry. Okay, see, now he's eating and things are getting better and no cheetah is going to attack me I'll hit it in the head and uh, the dawn of man holy fuck <laughs> mm. 
Amen. Okay. Oh, yeah, this is kind of a funny story coming off that. Years ago, I used to work at a drug rehab center for teenagers. Sorry, you guys, I'm drinking again. Um, it was in the heart of rich L.A., like the richest Bel Air, uh, Beverly Hills, Malibu, uh, living in L.A. And uh, whenever you, I don't know, um, for those of you who live in L.A. and who have lived in L.A., whenever you're just like existing in that society, it's like, you know famous people, you know someone who's related to someone famous. Like, it's not a big deal. It's just that community and it's just life. Like, you just happen to know famous people and family members of famous people living in LA, I guess. I don't know. That was my experience. Um, but, um, oh yeah, one day at work, it was in Brentwood, and uh, I was talking about 2001 A Space Odyssey movie, and... Um, the um receptionist goes oh my dad worked on that movie and i'm making fun of her accent because i would do it to her face she's a great girl i'm not making fun of her in a bad way at all she's one of the best people ever and y'all know who i'm talking about those of you who know me from la um but um she goes oh my dad worked on 2001 i was like really and she goes yeah she goes it was his idea to like throw up the bone and have it change into a spaceship <laughs> So there you go. I don't know how many of you thought that was funny, but it's pretty funny. Okay. Uh, actually, I looked up her dad, and he's like this huge special effects guy. I mean, one of the biggest in Hollywood throughout the 70s, 80s. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so let's move on. The monoliths. Okay, so do you guys pick up what putting down with the apes? Like, all right, let's just move on. Um, okay, the monoliths that were found at the end of 2020. We're just going to talk about the first three and then move on to something quickly and then we're done. Okay, very, very quickly in late 2020, the appearance of a series of metal columns were reported internationally, often referred to as monoliths. These sheet metal structures also began to be constructed in the wake of discovery of the Utah monolith. So basically, after the first monolith was found in Utah, others started popping up. A uh, reminder that the Utah monolith was unlawfully placed on public land between July and October 2016 and stood unnoticed for over four years until its discovery and removal in late 2020. Uh, the identity of its makers and their objectives are unknown. Cool. Okay, moving on. On October 18th, 2020, a group of biologists were flying in southwest Utah. A large metal monolith, approximately 9.8 feet tall, was standing in the middle of the desert, miles from the nearest town, Moab, Utah. Okay, so this is the first one. Within days, the location of the monolith was discovered by Reddit users. Mm -hmm. Never underestimate Reddit users. And Google Earth imagery, and they determined that it was placed there sometime in 2016. Okay. And of course, people flocked to the site over the next few days, right? Dropping cigarette butts, pissing, drinking, you know, leaving all their shit uh, and investigating it. Who put it there and why? Was it the government, aliens, or an art project for fun, or just whatever? Some stoner being like, yo, let's put a monolith in Utah. Yeah. Okay, on November 27th, a group removed the monolith, resulting in mixed reactions from the public. Soon after the Utah discovery on November 18th, 2020, reports emerged on social media 
of similar metal columns being found in many other places throughout the world, including loca locations across North America, South America, Central America, and Europe. Okay, over 150 similar monoliths have been reported from various locations around the world. Okay, so there's like a lot of monoliths, right? We're all on the same page, and some are popping up. Uh, the origins of these structures varied. Some monoliths were made by artists, inspired by news coverage of the original Utah Pillar. Of course, mega fans of Kubrick. I mean, shit, if I had metal and could use a damn welder, I'd be putting monoliths all over the damn place. So, yeah, like just for fun, art. Um, others, like the two Pit Pittsburgh monoliths, were made by local businesses and promoted promotional purposes. Um, but many, many of the monoliths were just found like in the middle of BFE. Okay, so let's just wrap up this monolith thing and move on. Move on to what? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, just everybody calm down. It's going to be fine, you guys. It really is. Okay, the next day, though, yeah, this is the last monolith, then we're moving on. The next day, there was a third. This is interesting. This time in California. The day after that, it too was destroyed. The monolith was destroyed. This time, it was destroyed by a group of far-right activists who forcefully removed it in the name of Christ. Okay? It was removed by a group of far-right activists who forcefully removed it in the name of Christ. Okay? Why would a group of Christians be upset about a monolith? The monoliths have been compared in the media to the monolith that appeared in the 1968 science fiction film 2001 A Space Odyssey by Stanley Kubrick, whom I love. Whom I love. Giving rise to speculation about an extraterrestrial origin. Although the phenomenon has also been viewed as a craze or an internet hoax. Sure. All the above. Check. Um, okay, so let's wrap up this monolith thing before we move on. This is sort of something interesting. I need you guys help on, actually. Yes, help. Um, but let's wrap up the monolith thing. Um, <laughs> I mean, should I just go for it and tell you what seems to be going on? I don't know. Okay, I've been reading a lot of Masonic literature, like Washington, D.C., the way it's built, and why they did that and far back as masonry goes are we from aliens did aliens kickstart us and is our reality just this thing that has been presented to us like football what's football oh well you know it's just this thing that comes out on sunday and your dad watches and you just like sit in your room and want to cut your arms that's football but you know football is founded on you know, the, the Roman method of bread and circuses to keep people organized and divided and distracted. And, you know, what is it? <laughs> what is our reality? I don't know. Where are we from? What is religion? Was Jesus an alien? I don't know. So, yes, I'm drinking in my closet at 1030 a.m., hoping to God I'm going to have a better year, talking about aliens and 2001 Space Odyssey. Um, what do you guys think? Okay, so we're going to move on just to the second part, uh, and then we'll wrap it up.
I have a great little video for us to watch together. Yeah, this this episode is stuff that I'm noticing in the news that I'm thinking about and throwing it out to you guys. Write me. Send me a, a voice note, an audio thing. Call me. I, I don't know. What do you guys think? I heard this great quote about calling someone, and it's actually by Christian Bale. It like popped up on my Insta feed or something. It said, if you have a problem with me, call me. If you don't have my number, then that means you don't know me well enough to have a problem. How great is that? If you have a problem with me, call me. If you don't have my number, then that means you don't know me well enough to have a problem. Okay. Anyways. Let me know what you guys think. Okay, let's move on to the next part. This part is kind of... I don't want to give it any negative adjectives. Uh, let's just try to keep an open brain, open mind. And here's the deal. I don't, I'm not feeding you guys this because this is what I believe. I'm feeding you guys this for your help. What do you think? One thing I can say for sure is I really think you guys are going to like this video. It'll be entertaining if anything else. And that's the truth. Okay? If nothing else, uh, it'll be interesting for us. Okay. So here's what the conspiracy theorists are saying. Uh, and I think that we should go through it and see what we all think. I don't know if this is true. As a society, where are we going? Uh, we're being pushed somewhere. Where? Uh, and, and what might the matrix, aka the government, the media, religion, every aspect of our reality, even game shows that we were born into and never questioned, just like Truman in the Truman Show, you guys have to give that a rewatch. It is a very intense snapshot of our reality, I believe. So good. Um, okay. What might 2021 have in store for us or the future? Many people believe something called Project Blue Book or something like it is coming down. And as a society, we're being prepped for certain things. This seems to be the majority census in certain circles. So together, we're going to look at it, process, then file away, right? Keep our eyes open and uh, see if there's any truth in this. Is it true? I don't know. I really don't know what is happening, and that's the bottom line. I do know that if people believe that they do know exactly what is going on, then they're a damn fool. Uh, William Shakespeare said it best when said, A fool thinks himself to be wise, but a wise man knows himself to be a fool. I mean, here, here. I don't know shit that's going on, but... Man, I don't know. I can tell you, unless uh, you're in the government or in the media, you don't have a clue of what's actually going on and what the future of the world may be. But supposedly some people ha have been talking and blah, blah, blah. I mean, there's a million different theories. This one seems to be the biggest vote of this is where we're going in the conspiracy world. Uh, let's take a quick look at what Project Bluebeam is. You guys are going to like this video. Let me tell you, I don't think you've ever seen a video like it.
part of our favorite documentaries, YouTube documentaries. So we're about to watch a short clip explaining Project Bluebeam. The information is coming from a manifesto by Serge Monast, an investigative journalist. In the early 1990s, he started writing on a theme of the New World Order and conspiracies hatched by secret societies. Okay, here's a brief clip explaining Project Bluebeam. You guys are going to like this. This is great. I'm excited. And I cut out a bunch of just BS, so, because I respect you. Okay, here we go. What is Project Blue Beam? According to Serge Monist, the four-step project designed by NASA and the United Nations would allow these organizations to accomplish what he believed to be their ultimate goal of creating a New Age religion, led by the Antichrist, in order to start a New World Order dictatorship. NASA would implement Project Blue Beam, Monist believed, with a system of advanced mind control, as well as top-secret technology, in order to trick everyone into believing there had been a second coming of sorts. But first, step one of Project Blue Beam would involve the manufacture of artificially created earthquakes in strategic locations around the world. These earthquakes would, according to the conspirators' hoaxes, unearth artifacts indicating that the religious doctrines of all nations have been misunderstood for centuries, thus discrediting all religions. Monist claimed that movies like 2001. A space odyssey had already laid the psychological groundwork for this step by presenting stories in which mysterious alien objects upend everything humans know about themselves and their world. The second step, Serge Monist claimed, would involve a gigantic space show. During this stage of Project Blue Beam, three-dimensional optical holograms, as well as laser projections of holographic images, would beam across the sky. What would these images include? Projections of Jesus, Muhammad, Buddha, Krishna, etc., will merge into one Monist said. Monist explained the technology behind this display, saying that the conspirators would use space-based laser-generating satellites to project simultaneous images to the four corners of the planet in every language and dialect, according to the region. As the whole sky is transformed into one massive movie screen, this new god would speak to everyone in their own language. Next, the third step is where mind control would take center stage. Telephonic communication devices would send waves to reach each person within their own minds, convincing each of them that their own God is speaking to them from the very depths of their own soul. How would these rays be able to reach people's inner minds? Monist explained. Such rays from satellites are fed from the memories of computers that have stored massive data about every human on Earth and their languages. The rays will then interlace with their natural thinking to form what we call diffuse artificial thought. Finally, the fourth step of Project Blue Beam would make use of various technologies in order to convince people that alien invasions and the rapture itself were taking place, thus making it easier for the powers that be to take control of a fear-addled populace. The NASA Blue Beam project is the prime directive for the New World Order's absolute control over the populations of the entire Earth. Monist said. I would suggest you investigate this information carefully before dismissing it as fanatic lunacy. The modern following of Serge Monist's theory and the end of his life, aside from this main thrust of Project Blue Beam, other elements of the theory remain noteworthy, especially for conspiracy theorists as well. For instance, one component includes the phasing out of cash. Monist said that the plan would be executed after a financial crisis. Not a complete crash he said, but enough to allow them to introduce some kind of in-between currency, before they introduce their electronic cash to replace all paper or plastic money. 
Then there's the disputed story of Monist's death. Information about any facet of his life are both scarce and in dispute. It has been reported that he died of a heart attack without having any previous heart problems, and one of the methods of killing supposedly used by Project Blue Beam was artificially created heart attacks. There's also the claim that the night before his death, Monist's children, who were homeschooled, were abducted and placed in a state school before Monist was arrested. He spent the night in jail and his children weren't heard from again, some claim. If you believe that and if you believe any of this entire theory at all, then the final line of Serge Monist's Project Blue Beam manifesto will certainly ring true. Okay. The last line, I looked it up. In his manifesto is no one is safe in a totalitarian police state uh was stanley kubrick killed in the same way kubrick was leaking secrets between eyes wide shut in 2001 a space odyssey and possibly involved in produ producing the moon landing footage and maybe told someone about him faking the footage i mean don't get me started on the shining um I will be doing a 2001 A Space Odyssey full movie thing in the future as well as Shining. Basically, I've had those two movies on a loop, reading Kubrick's code, looking at current events. I mean, that's <laughs> my entire life, basically. Uh, it, what's really get me going, if you know what I mean. Okay, closing. Uh, I'm so very happy to be alive at this time in history. I'm so very happy for the people in my life. The people in my life are so beautiful and perfect that it feels like, I, I don't know. It's just like, I think, can this be real? Maybe it isn't. Oh my God, who knows? That's how amazing the people in my life are. I'm questioning if this is even real, if that makes sense. That's sweet, right? In like a weird way. You get that? Okay. Um, we are all essential workers, bonding and living and healing with each other, through each other, getting each other through. And I am so very looking forward to the next year. Um, I plan on having one of the best years of my life. I'm not going to become a statistic and kill myself during the second wave. You guys, this is really bad. People are offing themselves. It's not a joke. Uh, the isolation, the pressures, right? Stuff isn't lining up. Everything's kind of weird, right? Who cares? Who cares? Let's stick together. Um, I'm not going to isolate like I did last year. I, I can't believe I made it through. I mean, I know that you guys can relate to that. It was so painful, just the isolation and yes, you know, the coronavirus. I don't want to get that shit, whatever the fuck it is or whatever it does. I, I don't care. I don't want it. I'm, I don't want to participate in that. Um, so yeah, it's not going to be like last year for me. And that's a choice I'm making. I'm choosing friends in safe ways, outside, breezy, happy dancing times. And yeah, I'm not going to relive last year again. And I hope that you guys don't either. Um, so I'm going to focus on family, on my mom. I just got a new dog and she's filled voids in my heart that needed to be filled. And uh, basically, here's the important thing. Really, it doesn't matter what those psychopaths are doing. 
It doesn't matter what the Matrix is doing. It doesn't matter. Uh, they only have the power that we give them. I'm taking away my attention from the TV, the internet, except to do the show, of course. I mean, geez. Um, But anyways, I'm, I'm done. I'm focusing on me and healing my heart and healing my soul and my dog's soul and having a fun time. And I just really hope that you guys do too. So are we from aliens? <laughs> Who cares? Is the Bible true? Who cares? It doesn't matter. What is the media saying? What is this saying? What is this saying? What is that fuckhead doing? And y'all know who I'm talking about. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So there is hope, everybody. There's happy memories ahead. I want to spend the next year making memories that I can look back on and be like, oh, that was fun. Yeah. I used to want to be a rock star. I used to want to travel the world, right? What do you want? What did you want? What did you want? Now all I want to do, I want to make memories with people I care about. Yeah, which is like six people. Turn off your TV, get off the internet, make art, spend time making love, make meals for people you care about. Be safe, wash your hands, right? So we're going to close out the show. Happy birthday to my best and specialist friend, Allison. Uh, she's amazing. Beautiful inside and out, great hair. Um, I really don't know how I could have gotten through the last year without you, Allison. <laughs> You've been there for me. I feel like crying. Oh, God. I really don't know how I could have gotten through without you, and I'm not joking. So thank you so much. Uh, and happy birthday. And I just can't wait to just gather some, to gather our people and have a great year. Also, hello to Cousin Dina. Are you still out there? Cousin Dina. Okay, so closing out the show, JFK is going to play us out. <laughs> okay, what does that mean? Play us out. Do you guys know what that means? That's from the Bill O'Reilly Meltdown. Oh, so good. Go to monoano.com to watch that episode. JFK clip to play us out. It's JFK talking about possible shadow government, deep state, Illuminati, whatever you want to call it these days. Okay. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. And I can't even tell you how excited I am for the year 2021. And uh, I think the year should be called Fuck 'em, Turn It Off, Live Life. Yeah, great. Okay, it's done. Fuck 'em, Turn It Off, Live Life. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. 
Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. No expenditure is questioned, no rumor is printed, no secret is revealed.